Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And what I wanted to discuss in this episode is, when do you actually turn that pressure up on a deal? When do you actually put pressure on a customer to try to push them through to get to get a deal done? And when should you be, uh, be a little bit more patient and allow the deal to develop uh, without you applying too much pressure. And so how do you, how do you kind of navigate those two situations that you're inevitably, inevitably going to be in, um, when you're in sales? And so what I wanted to start off with is just kind of giving you an idea of how I think about this, uh, high level. And that is if anybody's trying to give you advice on what you should do in a specific deal and they're not in the deal with you, You have to take any advice that they give you with a grain of salt because each deal comes down to any number of variables that I or anybody else who's telling you, here's how you should handle this situation. Anybody that's telling you that from afar is not going to actually understand the specific deal that you're dealing with. So, um, so I, you know, I need you to first and foremost, understand that each sales opportunity is going to be different based on the products you're selling, based on the customers you're interacting with, based on their personality type, based on how long the deal's been going, based on, you know, revenue cycle, based on any number of factors that I'm not going to understand for your situation. So anybody that's telling you this is how you should do this and this is how you should do that, take it with a grain of salt. Because I think what you need more than anything else is a framework for how do I think about when I should or should not turn up the pressure or ask the customer again, or when should I back off and allow it to develop? I think, I think what's most important is, do I have a framework for how to think about that so that it applies in any scenario, not just this specific deal I'm working? So um, I think the fundamental way that you can manage this or think about it, and, and when I'm talking about kind of a, a mental framework for it is I think there's there's a question, there's there's essentially one question, there's a couple of versions or a couple of ways to ask it. But you need to be asking yourself this question and that will tell you, should I increase pressure in the deal? Should I go back to the customer? Should I ask again? Should I push them harder? Or should I let it develop? Or should I focus somewhere else? So the question is not should I be putting more pressure on this customer to get a deal? Should I go ask again? The question you should be asking yourself is, why is the customer not going in that direction on their own? Why is the customer not making the decision to go in the direction I want them to go automatically without me pushing them? Why is that not happening? Because that question is gonna tell you how you should be handling the situation. Now, what I don't want you to have an assumption of is when I say that, I'm implying that 
there's something else that you should be doing. Like it totally could be that you've solved everything. The customer recognizes they have a need, that your product or service solves a problem, that they've thought through all the scenarios, all the people that are going to be impacted. And all that you need to do is ask one more time. Say, hey, look, I really need you to get this done. Can we get this deal done? Or, hey, we've, we've done a lot for you. We've we put this thing in place. We've done everything you, de- you have needed of us. I need you to sign on the dotted line. Or, um, you know, there's... We've talked about doing this for a while. We've put this deal together. I need this to be done because it's the end of the quarter. You know, it totally could be that in your situation, you just need to ask one more time. You need to push, put the pressure on. You need to, you need to make it real and say, hey, look, are we going to be able to get this done? If so, let's do this. If not, then let's not. But we need to make a decision here. Like it could be that's the scenario. But it also could be that there's something else that you haven't haven't addressed in the deal that's keeping them from going in this direction. You know, the the idea or the the framework that I think you should use is if they're not going in the direction I need them to go automatically, what barriers are in their way? You know, I think of to me, I think about it in like a animated term. You know, you've got this you got this little guy and he's running running running, but he's running into a wall, right? And so he's just running running running, but he's staying in the same place what you need to do is instead of trying to push this guy through those barriers and say, Hey, let's get this freaking deal done. Can you remove the barriers? Can you just, Oh, let me, let me get that out of the way. Oh, you're, this is what's holding you back. Let me take that out of the way. And so the question that you need to ask yourself is if they're not going in that direction on their own, what is holding them back? And you've got to ask the questions of the customer. Hey, it, let me let me back up one more one more step. You should be asking yourself this first before you go to the customer. You should be asking yourself number one: Has the customer verbalized, and do they understand they have a need, they have a problem that needs to be solved? There, there's something that they've said. Yes, I would really like it if your product could do this. Yes, I would really like it if we could get this done. I don't like the way that this product works. I really wish I could have something that did this. Has the customer verbalized, they recognize that they have a need or there is something that they want solved? Okay. If that answer is yes, then you say, do they recognize that your product or service could solve that problem for them? That's a fundamental question. A lot of times, I just don't think that the customer thinks your product or service is actually going to do what it says it's going to do or what you say it's going to do. They're like, yeah, I've got this problem. Yeah, maybe in theory your product will solve it, but I'm not sure. I'm not certain of that. Has your customer verbalized, yes, I do believe that your product could solve this problem. If not, like ask them the question. Say, hey, look, you know, I, I fully understand you would like to see this done. This is, a, this is a problem area for you. We can solve that. I know that we can solve it using this product or service of ours. Do you believe that this will solve your problem? If you ask them that question, they might say, no, I just don't, I don't think that it's actually going to solve the problem. Yeah, I like your product, but my concern is this. My concern is it can do this, but what if this happens, right? There, there, could, be, there could be a problem there. It could be that, yeah, they like your product. Yeah, they think it's a good product, 
but they're not fully sold on the fact that it's going to solve the problem that you're stated. But they could be like, yeah, no, I know. I do think that your product could solve this problem. Okay, let's take it a step further. All right, what else is holding them back? Is it the company? Maybe they don't, maybe they've got a good relationship with the current company and they don't want to jeopardize it. Is it the rep? What's going to happen if you do this and to the relationship with your current rep? Is it the facility? If, if you bring a new product into the facility, are you, is the doctor or the customer, whoever you're working with going to get backlash? Are they going to get questioned about, well, why are you doing this? You know, there's, there's an infinite number of, not an infinite, but there are a number of variables within every deal that could be holding it up. And a lot of times I think, I think reps don't take the responsibility of trying to identify all the variables that are out there and solve those and remove those obstacles. And instead, if they get, it's a dent, you know, the doctor has identified there is a need and they've identified that my product could solve it. Then let's put the pressure on. Then let's just pound through. Well, you said there's a need and you know that our product can solve it. Why the hell aren't you buying it? (laughs) Like, okay. All right. That's fine. Just, you're probably going to struggle building relationships with customers that way. There are a lot of other things that go into the decision-making that is not just the product and not just the need or the problem. There are a lot of other factors in there. What if the last time that the doctor used a new product, it didn't go well in surgery? What if the last time he gave somebody like you a chance and said, yeah, I'm going to try your product in surgery, there were complications they had to revert back to the last product, you know? So they, they, they bring this new vendor in, they bring this new product into surgery. They try this new product. There are complications intraoperatively. And so then like mid surgery, they have to bail on that and go back to what they were previously using. Maybe that happened last time. Maybe that happened, happened to him, you know, four months ago when he tried a new product. And that's the reason that he doesn't want to pull the trigger with you. Well, that's a lot different thing that you should be trying to address than should I turn up the pressure? Should I ask the customer one more time? Like, you're not actually addressing the issue. The issue for him in that scenario is, what if I try this and it doesn't work? Am I jeopardizing a patient because of it? Am I just going to have to revert back to what I've been doing the whole time? Like, well, if that's the case, why should I even try new order? Like, that's the thinking that's going to be going through the doctor's mind. You know, there's there's any number of variables. What are, you know, a, a situation that's not uncommon in sports medicine is... All right, you get a doctor to say, yeah, I like your anchor for rotator cuff repair. Yeah, I, I do think that would be a better option than what I'm currently using. Yeah, this would give me some, you know, increased variability. This would give me a smaller footprint. This would give me a higher pull-out strength. This would give me, you know, I'd be able to go knotless instead of tying knots. It would save me time intraoperatively, whatever. What if the problem is the facility he works at just place an order for 20 of the other anchors? From the, from the previous vendor that he's working with or the current vendor he's working with? What if that's what he's thinking about? What if the scenario is that, yeah, no, I like your product and I do think it'd be better. It's just if I bring a new product into surgery, I know this facility just spent 10 grand putting anchors on the shelf. What do I do with the 20 anchors that are sitting on the shelf? Like, legitimate question. In my mind, now... If, if you're, if you're in a scenario like that, you may think, well, that's not my problem. You guys bought the wrong product. (laughs) Should have bought my product. Okay, fair. Maybe, maybe that should have happened. But at the same time, that might be the reason that your deal's getting held up. 
it might have nothing to do with does the, pro- does the doctor see that they have a problem? Do they want to use your product? It could be that if he brings you into surgery, brings a new product into this facility, the staff in that facility is going to say, hey, what the hell? We just spent ten grand on your anchors that you've always used. Why are you bringing somebody new in? Your job then as the rep is how do I solve that? How do I figure out how to deal with these anchors they just bought and put on the shelf Because that's limiting me getting my anchors in. How do you deal with that? Well, solve the problem. Maybe they can return them. Maybe they can, maybe they just haven't tried, but they could, if they called up that previous vendor and say, hey, we bought too many of these, we want to return some of them. Or maybe you say, hey, like, let's, let's convert from us to them. Or as you use these up, instead of buying more of those, start, start buying our product. Or how about we just buy all those off the shelf from you? and then you use ours. We just need a little commitment. Or maybe there's two doctors in the facility that use these products. Let's just save those products for the other doctor. And if you're concerned about them expiring on the shelf, I'll buy back any of the product that expires on the shelf, but let the other doctor use those and then convert this doctor to mine. Like you've got to be thinking about creatively solving problems like that because those are the types of problems typically that are going to be holding up your deal that you're not seeing. And so it's not always about, should I apply pressure or not? Should I ask again or not? You know, hey, I've been asking you to, to meet. Why are you not meeting with me? Or, hey, we've got this deal on the table. Why are you not signing on the dotted line? Or, hey, look, I understand you're busy. We're all busy. Let's get this deal done. Sometimes it's not just applying more pressure. Like sometimes it is, and that's all you need to do. And it's just, you know, people get in their routines and their habits and, all right, fine, yeah, just kick him in the ass and then he'll sign on the dotted line and you get the deal done. Sometimes that's all you need. But there's a lot of times where there's something that you're not addressing thus far in the deal that's holding it up. And it's n- and it may not be the product and it may not be the problem. It could be some ancillary adjacent thing that's going to happen because of this doctor switching products. You know, it could be they bought products and it's on the shelf. And they paid for these products and now they're going to be buying new products from you instead of using the ones up on their shelf. And then those are just going to go to waste, right? Like ideas or situations like that are not uncommon in our space. So, um, so I, I hope that communicates kind of my thinking on that. Um, I don't think you can ever take any one singular piece of device. Should I be applying more pressure? Like, you know, it, you're probably going to run into this issue primarily when you're talking about like having a sales manager or a regional manager. Hey, let's go in there. Let's talk to them. Why aren't we getting this deal done? Yeah, it was supposed to close last week. You know, where are we at? Let's go talk to them. Let's turn off the pressure. Like, okay. They don't have the visibility to the situation like you do. You're the rep. You're the one that's managing the interactions. You're having the email conversations. You're having the in-person conversations. You're the one that has to make the judgment call on do I turn up the pressure or do I go back to them and figure out what are we missing in this deal? What have we not solved yet? What is the real objection? What is the real reason why this is being held up? Um, nobody else from the outside is going to be able to tell you that. So, you know, I understand there, there's going to be times where you're going to have to push back on your managers and say, hey, freaking relax. Like, yeah, I get it. It was supposed to close last week. But this is the reason why, or I think this is the reason why, and I need more time. Or, you know, we can't just go in there and push on this customer because this is going to happen. And based on the last conversation, you know, whatever you have to do, 
sometimes you have to hit the brakes of the management team that that says well this deal's not getting done and it was supposed to be closed and you said it was going to be closed by this date and it's the end of the quarter and let's go you know let's go back into this customer and ask again and let okay sometimes you can do that sometimes you can get away with that but you are ultimately in control and you've got to be able to put your foot down and say yeah like sometimes you're going to say yeah let's go back in there and let's just hey let's get this freaking deal done let's do this and sometimes you're going to have to put your foot down and say, no, like we're not there yet. There's something else in the deal that we haven't solved yet. So let's figure this out first and then we'll go back and ask for it again. So anyway, I hope that's helpful. I hope that um, gives you a little bit of a framework for how to think about that question and when you should be pushing on the customer and when not. Ask yourself those questions. Why is the customer not going in that direction automatically? If I've removed all of the barriers in their way and they have recognized a need, and they have recognized that my product can solve the problem, then they should be going in, the, in that direction automatically. And if they're not, they either just need another kick in the butt or there are actually obstacles in their way that you haven't addressed. You haven't pulled those out of the way. So uh, anyway, yeah, I hope that's helpful. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.